0: This is the Glasses by Day, Daykeep by Night Podcast. I'm Matt and today I'm going to give you my top 10 comics that would make great TV shows. So I'm going to go from down from 10 to 1 and I'm going to get straight into it. So in my number 10 spot I have The Mask. So the story of The Mask revolves around a magical mask which bestows on its wearer reality bending powers and an altered appearance. So we get a green face, really big teeth, bulging eyes. We all remember the Jim Carrey film from back in the day. I just really feel like, you know, basically his power set is basically that he's yeah, he's reality warp uh, and he has cartoon physics. So I kind of feel like there's so much you could do with this character. I kind of feel like, you know, there's plenty of stories. He's been around since 1987. They've they've done enough stories with him that you could literally do whatever you want. I just kind of feel like there's a lot going on. And what, what he's, he's got the mask... The Mask Returns, The Mask Strikes Back, The Mask The Hunt for Green October, The Mask Southern Discomfort, The Mask Toy in the Attic, The Mask I Pledge Allegiance to The Mask, The Mask Official Movie a- Adaptation, The Mask Relator Adventures of The Mask. Um, it goes on, basically, and that's from, like, 87 to, you yeah, know, relatively present, do you know what I mean? We're well into the 2000s by the uh, by the time... Yeah, you know, yeah. You know, most of this has stopped. What was it? I think the last one that came out was in two thousand fourteen, two thousand fifteen. I kind of feel like realistically, they've even done omnibuses of the whole thing. They had a film about it. They had an animated series back in the day. They had another film, Son of the Mask, not a very good film. I get that. Do you know what I mean? But I just kind of feel like there's a lot you can do with the character, and I kind of feel like with a power set like that, there's, it it'd be a great comedy series. I kind of feel like you could really do probably more with it on the small screen than you could on the big screen. In my number nine spot, I have Spawn. So, look, I get that Spawn has been around, what, since, what, 1992? You yeah, know, I get that. And I get that he's had a film, he's had a TV series. And I enjoyed both, don't get me wrong. I just think... I a TV series now would be totally different than what we got in the 90s, I just kind of feel like there's so much you could do plus, Todd McFarlane is still writing this comic, he's still out there, he's still you know, Spawn is still about you know, that's, the, that's the good thing about image comics a lot of these artists and writers because obviously they own all the rights to the character, they've carried on with the character they know this character inside and out, and I really feel like Todd McFarlane would be great executive producer to one of these series, and he wouldn't just, you know, back off and let them do absolutely anything to his character. I kind of feel like we get we get some of some of these people who have wrote comics, and they they loosen the reins. I feel like Robert Kirkman's loosened the reins slightly on Invincible, not enough that it's going to bother me. I think that. Uh, mark miller might have loosened the reins too much on stuff like kick-ass because kick-ass 2 was an abomination should be stricken from the record whatsoever goes up the list goes on but i just really feel like spawn would be a great character to bring to the small screen and i kind of feel like realistically we're talking about you're know, like what <sighs> he's an agent of chaos he has superhuman strength speed agility endurance He's immortal to an extent, uh, accelerated healing, he's a highly skilled tactician, martial artist, swordsman, marksman, athlete and acrobat, teleportation, shape-shifting, uh, necroplasmic, energy blasts, resurrection, demonic powers, energy and matter manipulation, telepathy. He's just, he's a powerhouse and I really feel like that would make a really, really good live action series, and I kind of feel like, why have they not thought of this already, or have they, and they've just realised the logistics behind it wouldn't work, who knows, so in at my number 8 spot, I have Saga, so Saga is a, it's a space opera fantasy comic book yeah, written by Brian K. Vaughan um, and illustrated by Fiona Staples, it is a great book you yeah, know, I've read the first volume of it, and I wish I had more time to carry on and I will eventually but I just really feel like it could make a really, really good series. I feel like it has, you know, its, it's world spanning, its universe spanning to a certain extent. It's described as, what, a solicitation between Star Wars and Game of Thrones or Star Wars meets Game of Thrones. I kind of feel like it's a bit of a love story, obviously. It's between two, you know, different species that have come together and they've procreated they've fell in love they procreated and it's you know it's forbidden kind of thing and it's just a great story and i really feel like it would you know it'd probably be an expensive series to be fair to it you know what i mean a lot of a lot of hair and makeup going on a lot of cgi so maybe that's one reason why it wouldn't work I'd, i'd still love to see it i feel like you know a dude with horns and a woman with little bat wings on her back. Grace, Do you know what I mean? And a hybrid baby. You no, know, it'd be cool to it's cool to see. But you yeah, know, who knows if you'll ever see it on their big screen. I kinda of feel like a series like this would make uh, Zack Snyder's Rebel Moon look like absolute garbage. I kinda of feel like this is probably what we should have got rather than Rebel Moon. I kind of feel like Rebel Moon was a bit of a bit of a nothing kind of film in the end. But I really feel like a series about this would be really, really good. Um, in my number 7 spot, I have Thundercats. So, we, you know, Thundercats was big in the 80s. You know, there's a resurgence in the comic book activity now. I kind of feel like, realistically, I'd like to see it on a, you know, a live-action screen. You know, following Lionel and the rest of the Thundercats as they, you know, escape Thundera, get to um, Third Earth and fight mumra and mutants and stuff like that i really feel like that would be a pretty decent series you yeah, know i kind of feel like i probably could have wrote he-man into this as well so thundercatch slash he-man would i feel like would make a really good live action series kind of thing and um, in at number six i have the wicked and the divine so firstly i do love the book the books book um, created by um kieran and um, gillen and jamie McKelvey. Uh, it 's published by image comics um loads of influences by pop music uh, mythological deities etc you know what i mean um it 's won awards for being really 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 good comic um basically the the plot is about a young teenage girl uh, Laura as she interacts with a panthe- with the pantheon, a group of twelve people who discover that they're re- reincarnated deities um Basically, when they discover this, it grants them fame and supernatural powers with the stipulation that they will die within two years as a part of a 90 year cycle known as the recurrence. I just feel like how good would that series be? Do you know what I mean? You know, I kind of feel like the boys has touched on this already that basically, you know, Social media is just like so big and all that. Imagine deities being around now; they'd be social media stars. They'd you know superheroes wouldn't be superheroes in our world. They'd be social media stars. They wouldn't be saving people. They'd be you know they'd go. They'd be doing team ups and you know they'd have brand matches and stuff like whatever it's called. Do you know what I mean? Shows how really good at social media I am. Anyway, all this stuff I just kind of feel like that's exactly what they'd be doing and i kind of feel like that would make a really really good tv series so i think that should you know what i'm, I'm i probably should have put that higher on the list because i really really would like to see that at my number five spot i have a battle pope so it's an independent superhero comic book series and it's created by robert kirkman invincible walking dead and tony moore um it's so funny. I, I remember getting several issues of this back in the day, and it's so funny. It's so blasphemous. You know it's just a really, really good comic. Um, it, it basically imagine a hard drinking, womanizing pope. Um, he's condemned by God for his own evil ways. Um, he's called into action to save Saint Michael um, with the help of Jesus Christ. Jesus hates Christ. Um, <laughs> He's, he becomes mankind's final hope um, in a world overrun by demons. Following the rapture, it just makes so many. You know, they've they've done what? It's been adapted into the eight animated webisodes that appeared on Spike's Spike TV's website in two thousand eight. But a live action one of this would be really funny. I'm getting the tick vibes from it. Do you know what I mean? Something like. Completely farcical. But so funny at the same time. Do you know what I mean? I I don't know how it worked. Do you know what I mean? But I just kind of feel like. How good would that be? If you get a chance. Pick up an issue of it. Because it's so funny. So. In my number four spot. We have. We can never go home. So. We can never go home. It follows teenage misfits. Duncan and Madison. Um, They discover they have two secrets in common. They both have superpowers. And neither of them are good at staying out of trouble. So. It basically that the book starts with basically um, Duncan's out shooting a gun out in the don't know where you call it the makeout spot of the town right? or so I'm not American. We don't have a makeout spot here. We yeah you know, like you know, it's probably called dogging where I'm from, and we don't do that. Do you know what I mean? But the idea is um, yeah. So Duncan's out there. Madison gets groped by the jock. And uses her powers against him, so she gets really strong and basically invulnerable kind of thing. And she kicks his ass. Um, Duncan sees this and latches onto it. And um, Madison eventually, after a few, you know, a few times they meet during that week. Madison goes to his house and sees him. Um, sees him getting beaten up by his dad, and accidentally kills his dad. And the pair go on the run. And I just feel like it'd be a really, really good series kind of thing to bring to this, you know, to the small screen. It just it wouldn't take much to produce because realistically it's a a bit of superpowers here and there. But the stories about them, you yeah, know figuring out their lives, figuring out what they're gonna do next and all this, and I just feel like it could be a really good just Bonnie and Clyde kind of series obviously it doesn't go specifically that way for them but i just find you know kind of feel like it could be a on the road kind of you know series that would you know i just feel like it'd be a really wholesome series and you know it'd be a shame if we never saw something along those lines right so in my number three spot i have rising stars so, Rising Stars is about 113 people called specials. Born with special abilities following the appearance of a mysterious light in the sky above um, Peterson, um, Illinois. Um, the series explores how the society may react to the advent of superpowers and how those who are special may react towards society and each other. Um, it's just a really, really good comic. Um, printed by um, Top Cow Productions. um Created by um, Michael J. Trusinski, um, lots of pencils, lots of inkers. It's just a really, really good story. I just I like a good superpowered story kind of thing. Something you can get your teeth into. It's somewhat reminiscent of heroes, but in school to begin with, because they all these kids grew up together because they all had superpowers. They were all yeah getting you. Know, their class was born with superpowers no one after them or before them had superpowers, it's just a really really cool book and an interesting way of going about how powers would you know impact normal lives and stuff like that it it kind of, if I had to liken it to any kind of a story I kind of feel like it's a cross between heroes and 4400 with a bit of a high school twist kind of thing um obviously they grow up they, they're not specifically in high school but they did all grow up together and um, no it's a good series and it's got some really good characters in it really nice artwork definitely deserve to be i reckon it make a really good series um in at my number two spot i have savage dragon so savage dragon follows you know a superhero cop um, called Dragon, yeah, aptly named, um, and the idea is Dragon is large thinned, green-skinned humanoid whose powers include super strength, um, he has a healing factor, and he has amnesia, um, he remembers waking in a burning field in Chicago, Illinois, um, and it's just about him dealing with mutant criminal super freaks that terrorise Chicago, and it It would just be a really, really good series. It's Eric Larson, Larson at his best, and like Spawn, um, he knows everything about the character, and he'd make a great executive producer on it. It's got so many issues, and it's such a good comic. It, It just should be on the screen. That said, you know it's getting someone CGI'd up every episode to look like a big green dragon man I suppose so I kind of feel like maybe that would be problematic in some way so in at my top spot my number one is Animal Man so the series would follow Buddy Baker who can mimic the abilities of any animal as a result of his encounter with an crashed alien spacecraft um he's not like Beast Boy from um, Teen Titans He, he mimics the ability of a specific animal he he has been known in the past to temporarily grow claws and stuff like that but he, uh, there's, there's so many different ways that you can explain his powers there's he had an account of an alien spacecraft he is now he's able to access a morphogenic a mystical morphogenic field what do they call it the red that's what it was um he doesn't grow wings doesn't grow gills he just he can do the specific thing that that power can he is a film star a stunt man he's just yeah you know, a family man yeah you know, there're just so many great stories and i'm i'm talking about probably the the one of the later runs of animal man um in rebirth and stuff like that and i just think he's just got some great family stories i feel like it would be kind of reminiscent if you did it in that respect to um what superman and lois is now on um for dc and i kind of feel like it would be a it be a really really good story in that respect i don't want to go into too much but you know there's there's all sorts of characters you could bring in you could you know you could bring swamp, swamp thing back from the depths of, you know, wherever they've, they've left him within DC. Um, I feel like someone James like James Gordon needs to get on stuff like this instead of just picking, you know, some of the crapper, you know, Booster Goldie kind of, you know, characters that he loves for some particular reason when you've got really cool characters like Animal Man, right? So that was my top 10 comics that would make great TV shows. I'm Matt and this has been the Glasses by Day Keep by Night podcast. Thanks for listening.